Hi, babies. Wow. Can I just say I love you so much? I, pfft, I don't even know where I've been. I've been on vacation. I've been sick. My relationship has just been through the fucking ringer. But I always come back, babies. I always come back to you. And I'm really excited about this episode because it's been a topic that I've been thinking a lot about. And I would say that regardless of what your goals are on your fitness journey, this is kind of the ultimate end goal for everyone. And I would normally give you a life update, but again, I just, I don't even know where to start. I, I don't know where to start, but it's okay. We've all got stuff going on, but we're going to power through and we're going to keep it going. So this week we are going to talk about confidence. Now, this isn't going to be your old run-of-the-mill confidence talk. Oh, no. (laughs) This isn't about putting on a nice outfit or some shit like that. No. This advice is coming from the back alley of my brain that's been curated by years of working with thousands of people who are trying to better their health and lives as well as my own. So if this advice seems a little unconventional... Welcome to the Made For Me Fitness Podcast, baby. Where do I start? What I'm going to say might be arguable, might ruffle a few feathers, but here we go. It's the shock factor I'm after here. So confidence is not real. I don't think confidence is real. I don't think that it's something that you or I lack. Wow. Hear me out. Take a deep breath. (sighs) Sorry, I'm still sick. That was probably a little gross. But have a nice deep breath, a sigh of relief. You've been trying to gain confidence for so long. It's over. It's all over now. It's not real. You can let it go. (sighs) Feels like a weight has been lifted off of your shoulders, right? And before you come at me, I will say, at least most people's perception of confidence is not real. Take away the fucking pressure of wanting to be or feel confident. What now? What are you going to do with your life? What doors open for you? What doors close for you when you let go of this expectation that isn't even real? See, it's interesting to feel the difference in your brain, so how you feel right now, going into this podcast thinking, yeah, I'm going to learn how to be confident. This is it. I'm really going to apply myself and be the best version of myself. And right out of the gate, Liz says, (laughs) it's not real you can almost feel your brain stimulation change after hearing that. At least I can. Now, before I explain my reasoning as to why I would say such an absurd thing, I want you to go ahead and think about what confidence means to you. What does it look like? What does it feel like? Maybe think about a person who you think is confident and what aspect of them that you can point out as being confident. Maybe it's attitude. Maybe it's just a vibe, man. I don't know. So 
think about that for a second. Whatever it means to you, think about it. Maybe even pause, write this down, or at least just take a really hard mental note of what you think it is so that you can look back at it. So you have this picture, this idea, this belief of what confidence is, right? Generally speaking. Now let me explain why I said that confidence is not real. At least your perception of confidence is not real. By definition, confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something resulting in firm trust. I'm going to give a few different examples of the definition because there were a couple and I think that they're all really interesting. So another one is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. Okay. The third one is the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. How many of you thought or wrote down anything remotely similar to those definitions? <laughs> if you did, congratulations. I sure as shit did not think about those things. But this brings me to my point. That confidence isn't what you think confidence looks like. Having confidence is having trust. It's appreciation. It's reliability. It's the skill to self-assure based on your abilities. Did you hear hot body anywhere in that definition? Did you hear toned with a fat ass anywhere in that definition? Did you hear beautiful? Did you hear fit? Did you hear not insecure? or even wealthy, or successful, or being able to wear whatever you want, or go to the beach in a bikini? No. But I can almost guarantee that some of you put those things in your idea of confidence. Now, if your mind isn't blown yet, let me ask you this. Did you know that when people make a decision, or acquire a belief of something, the less they know about it, the more confident they are in that decision or belief. I had to learn this as a personal trainer, and I don't want to shock you, but personal trainers are salespeople at the end of the day, and we are trained to sell you our services. That's how this industry works. And to do that, we need to know a lot about the psychology behind why people make big purchases or life-altering decisions. Personal training includes both of those and that's one of the first things I ever learned at least one of the first things that ever stuck with me because I thought it was so fucking crazy I was like what really let me give you a few examples you go to buy a new tv you go in the store look at tvs you go look at the display at the price okay it lists out all the specs and the benefits of that tv on the thingy and you're like fuck yeah sign me up this is the best TV ever, and you walk out with your brand new TV, and all is well and good until you go home, and you go online, and you just decide to look it up randomly. And what pops up is an article about the best and worst TVs to buy, or a review from some TV connoisseur that rates TVs, and your beloved TV that you just purchased is under the worst TVs in the article 
or got a three out of five stars from TVJesus69 on Reddit. You find out that the screen starts splitting after two years or it turns off randomly. I don't know. Whatever can go wrong with the TV, you find out about it. What happens to your confidence about your new TV? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're now questioning not only your TV, but yourself and your ability to trust yourself and your own decision-making about household electronics. So now the next time you go and buy something, you're going to question yourself and your judgment. And maybe it will help you make a better decision in the future. But are you going to feel as confident as you first did when you bought that initial TV? No, you're not. You're going to question yourself. Right? Another example. We can all relate to this one. You start dating someone new. They seem so perfect, so endearing, so charming, so eloquent, so smart and funny and hot. And for the first six months, you're live, laugh, loving and fucking the person that you're 1000% confident is your soulmate. And then maybe you have a deeper conversation about something with that person that you don't exactly agree on or something comes up. Maybe they reacted to something like kind of weird that you just didn't expect. You know what I mean? Or they admitted that they've cheated on every relationship they've had in the past. (laughs) Or maybe they lied or have been lying about something kind of stupid but kind of not okay. And there's just those little red flags that kind of pop up. But there's a sliding scale on whatever this could be and how severe it could be. But regardless... The cracks begin to show. This perfect person you realized might not be so perfect. They are tainted with mistakes and bad decisions. Or maybe you don't have as much in common as you thought. And now what happens to your confidence, not only in that relationship, but in yourself as well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we've been there. Sometimes I feel like I fucking live there, besties. But that's the thing. How can you think that confidence is so valuable when psychologically you feel the most confident about decisions that you know nothing about? Ignorance is total bliss. And this type of confidence is one of the factors in why people get involved in cults or make rash political decisions that might not seem to make sense to you or choose partners that don't make sense to you because the less that they know and the less that you know, the more confident you're going to be about that decision and it's going to make sense to you. Now think about having confidence in yourself. How the fuck can you be confident and also be self-aware, right? You're the only person that knows everything about you. You know about everything you've done, all the times you fucked up, every time you tripped in public or made a joke that no one laughed at. You're the only one that knows and sees your body like you do. And you're the only one that knows every embarrassing and terrible thing that's ever happened to you. And you're telling me you want me to have confidence in myself? Excuse me? I have way too much information about this bitch to ever trust her judgment and decisions ever again, right? That bitch is me. 
that bitch is also you. This bitch is in all of us, okay? We know everything about ourselves. (laughs) Now think of the most confident person you know, if you haven't already, if you didn't do that in the first exercise, think about the most confident person that you know. Okay, got it? Now think of someone you actually know. You know them really well. You, you know this person. Best friend, what, whoever. You really, really know this person. And you've known them for a while. Like you really understand who they are as a person. The most confident person that you actually know. Did that person change for you when I said that? Did that person change to you when I said, oh, do you actually know this person? Because the person that you generally think is the most confident person you know is just hiding it better and you only think that they're confident because you don't really know them. Now think of the most confident person that you actually know. So whoever that person was, the one that you actually know. Are they not insecure? Are they confident at all times? Are they oozing self-respect and self-value at all times? No? That's weird. So now tell me why when I asked you who the most confident person you actually know is, you didn't say yourself. Hmm. You are the most confident person you know. You want to fucking know why? Because you are the only person in your life that knows as much as you do about yourself and you still have the ability to trust yourself, to rely on yourself, to assure yourself and reassure yourself and appreciate yourself based on the qualities and abilities and values that you have and who the fuck you are. And I will say from my own experience, and I'm sure you all have experienced this as well, the most confident person that I knew or thought I knew ended up being the least confident person I have ever met. Because I didn't really know that person until I lived with them. Yep, I'll say it. I thought my ex was the most confident person I ever met. Holy shit was I wrong. Your girl got played, okay? It's a nice little facade that we put on here with confidence, but confidence is going to come down to who you fucking are, what you do every day and over the span of your lifetime, and how much you yourself can appreciate that. Another example would be children. Children have the ultimate confidence. You know, you see them walking around, running into fucking tables and shit, full confidence. No idea what's going on. Don't know. But what happens is they start learning. They start realizing, okay, this hurts or this feels good. This I get in trouble from. This I get praise from. We are born with confidence, baby. We are born with it. But what happens is over the years, we just get beat down just a little bit more every year. 
again and again and again and again. (laughs) Sorry. But you know what I mean. You never gave a fuck about what your hair looked like or what your arms looked like or what you looked like in a bathing suit until someone told you that you should care. You had all the confidence in the world, in yourself and in your body and your abilities because no one put it in your head that, oh, maybe you shouldn't feel so confident about that. That's actually something that you should feel bad about or you should feel ashamed about. And it might not be something so obvious as to someone saying you should feel bad about it or anything like that. It can come in so many forms where you just see someone else getting a lot of praise for being a certain way. And naturally, as humans, those little kids inside of us, we see that person. We see that person getting praise. We see them getting the toy they want because they did a good job with their homework or they won the fucking beauty pageant. Like, people are getting trophies for being hot. We see it all over social media. We see it all over billboards and magazines and all of that, all of these people are getting this praise and attention for being this certain kind of way. So it might not necessarily be, oh, hey, you should be insecure about your arms, bitch. It's like, no, it's like I am comparing myself to that person in the magazine and this is the type of person, this is the beauty standard that I am not living up to right now in your head. You comparing yourself to anybody else has nothing to do with you anyways, and there is no beauty standard that anybody should feel like they have to live up to, but that is the society that we are in, and I want to stay very realistic about that too, because that's why we all feel the same fucking way about this shit. Now, let me go off on something for a second here, besties, okay? Bear with me. Have you ever been called insecure? Mm Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered yourself an insecure person? Mm -hmm. Have you ever felt insecure about a situation or yourself even? Mm -hmm. Okay. Everybody thinks the opposite of confidence is insecurity. And it's fucking not. People feel like they have to get rid of every insecurity in order to be confident. And that is so far from the fucking truth. And it blows my mind that we feel like we have to get rid of all of those thoughts and feelings about ourselves and lives and all that in order to be confident. Essentially, that's what we're doing. Essentially, the reason why we may even want to change our body at all is because we're trying to get rid of the things that we may feel insecure or even embarrassed about or ashamed about. We have this big shame cycle around our bodies as women all the fucking time. And I feel like we have such a weird perception of insecurity, just like we do about confidence, because there is no person on this fucking planet that is not insecure about something or has the potential to feel insecure about something. This just this brings me back <laughs> to so many moments in my life where people thought or had called me insecure when it's like I'm not 
a full-ass insecure individual or adult. Like, I just feel insecure because you're doing some fuck shit that's making me feel unsafe in who I am as a person and in my life. Or, like, I feel like this bathing suit doesn't fucking fit me right and it's like literally making me uncomfortable and it's causing me to be insecure and hyper aware of my body it's we hold on to insecurity like it's a fucking personality trait and it's not so imagine whenever you feel insecure about something respect it Respect that you can't, that you are feeling insecure about something. And instead of in your head trying to just get rid of that insecurity or being like, oh, well, I'm insecure about my legs. So if I had smaller, more muscular legs, then, then, you know, I wouldn't be insecure about it. Yeah, that might last for so long, but you're just going to find something else, (laughs) which is why people have this kind of body dysmorphia in the fitness industry. And you see it all the time. Everybody keeps trying to change these little things, little things, little things, because you're not actually respecting or working through your insecurities and how you actually feel about them, yeah, you can fix one thing, but then another thing is going to pop up, which is how that vicious cycle keeps going. And for some reason, we as a society think that being insecure is the worst possible personality trait that a person could have. It's, It's not. Imagine talking to your friend openly about their insecurities or maybe you're sharing yours and you're actually having a really productive and like helpful conversation about it. Are you going to look at your friend and think like, wow, they're just so insecure. Like I fucking hate that person. Like I don't like insecure people. Like no. (laughs) And people that do that have something else going on. They have some self-fulfilling prophecy that they're trying. I don't know. I don't know. So if you have friends like that, maybe, I don't know, rethink that decision. But no, you're not going to think that at all. You're going to listen to them and you're going to understand. You're going to empathize. You're going to maybe think about a time that you felt insecure or something that you're insecure, you know, and you share it and you kind of work through it and maybe think of some ways that you could actually resolve it or maybe take your mind off of it or maybe put your energy or thoughts into something more productive or something that you actually like to do or an activity that is going to build your confidence. You're allowed to be insecure about certain things. You're allowed to be, but don't make it a person. It's not your personality. You are not fully insecure as a person, just like no person is fully confident all the time. You are a person. There is contrast. And I would much rather someone be very real and open and honest about maybe insecurities or struggle that they struggles that they have had and actually learn from it and empathize with it and understand it and fucking respect it. I respect anybody who is real as shit to their core. Yeah, we're all humans. We have tendencies to do what we do, you know, maybe not the so (laughs) seamless or pleasant parts. That can be respected as well. However, you as a confident person are still going to have insecurities. It's all about how you deal with them and how you redirect your energy, your time, and your thought process through it. That 
is the difference. And also just focusing on building yourself up and appreciating that. That's a fucking confident person. It's not somebody who lacks insecurity. So next time anybody tries to point out or call you insecure as a person or say, oh, you're just an insecure person, whatever, whatever it might be, just understand you can be like, hey, so I'm not an insecure person. This situation has made me feel insecure. These are the reasons why this is what I'm going to do to get through it. Right? You're allowed to feel, <laughs> you're allowed to feel insecure, baby. All right. Live it, breathe it, love it, <sniffs> sniff it, whatever you got to do. Okay. Insecurity is just as important as confidence because it's how we learn. It's how we grow. And I think that it should be fucking respected and fucking appreciated. <laughs> All right. Okay. My rant's over. <laughs> now say it. I am the most confident person I know. And now I know I just said that confidence isn't real because it's not a thing. It's not something that just shows up when you lose 20 pounds or get abs or can wear something without feeling self-conscious about your arms. Confidence is self-esteem and the mere ability which means it's a skill and skills are acquired through practice, just like a habit, the skill to appreciate yourself no matter what. If you go to Google and you search how to build confidence, nowhere on there is it going to say acquire a socially acceptable body type so that you can feel more deserving of love, attention, and access from yourself and other people. You will see start an exercise routine on most of those lists. But that doesn't mean change your body. It's because people who have strong exercise routines and routines in general that they practice consistently have better self-esteem and stronger connections in the part of their brain that produces happy chemicals and allow you to feel good about yourself and the experiences that you're having in life as a whole. Confidence and self-esteem is built through actions. Things that you do and things that you accomplish and the ability to appreciate those things and even appreciate the things and days where you just rest or do nothing or whatever or the times that you fuck it up. You still got to appreciate it. Working out alone, physical activity strengthens your confidence regardless if it changes your body or not. Now think of actions that you do every day that make you feel confident and that build your confidence. Oh, wait. Depending on how solid you are in your routine, your hobbies, and things that you enjoy, and you are actively doing those things, there might not be anything off the top of your head that you can think of where you're actionably building confidence in yourself. And we now know confidence is trust. It's reassurance, it's our abilities, it's our qualities. Does scrolling on social media feed our confidence? It might, sometimes. Does driving to work feed our confidence? 
Probably not. Does talking on the phone to your friend build your confidence? Does going for a walk build your confidence or getting a workout done build your confidence? Does eating a good meal build your confidence? Does dancing to music build your confidence? Does making a song or painting a picture build your confidence? Does reading a book build your confidence? Does trying a new recipe build your confidence? Whatever it is, you need to focus on the things that really stand behind your core values and things that you enjoy that build your confidence and the more that you do those things and focus on keeping those things in your daily routine as best as you can you will be more confident (laughs) you will trust yourself more you will trust yourself to show up to those things and be able to talk about those things It's really more about creating a fulfilled life and living that lifestyle through these actions. Now, let me add a little more perspective to everything. And this just popped into my head. Does the most confident person you know walk up to you and say, hey, I'm 125 pounds? Are they constantly trying to lose weight, lose fat? change themselves? Are they constantly counting calories and stressing about what they're eating and worrying about how their body looks like? Maybe to you they have a different body type so you don't think that they have to worry about any of that. However, the most confident person you know does not worry about that shit. If they have a workout routine, it's because they jump out of bed every day and they fucking love Pilates. They love going to the gym, lifting weights, getting smoothies after, going to brunch, and living that full-ass life. It's a part of their routine. And you know we're all about lifestyle and routine here at Made For Me Fucking Fitness. So the more that you indulge in those types of actions with the amount of positivity behind it as a confident person has, you will be set, besties. You, all your dreams will fucking come true. (laughs) Maybe not all of them, but you will start being able to feel more confident about your lifestyle and living a fulfilled life, which is going to build confidence and insurance and trust within yourself as a person. And that is what this is about. We often consider confidence as something that you just get when you can fit into a certain pair of pants or look a certain way or have certain things. Yes, those can all be accomplishments. I'm not doubting that. But think about it like this. Imagine you've done it. You've reached your fitness goal. You fit into your old favorite pair of pants and you feel like you can do anything in a way that can create a sense of confidence, right? You will start getting more love and attention from other people. Maybe your boss finally notices you at work and gives you a promotion. Hopefully not because of the pants, but because you have this new sense of confidence. You know what I'm saying? I know that's insane to say, but It's true. That's why beauty standards are the way that they are. 
you will treat yourself and others will treat you significantly better if you fit into a more socially acceptable body type. And before you come at me, this is just the level of realism that I'm going to need you to have about how things are in this world. These are not my rules. These are not the rules that I live by or how I treat people or I view myself. But I need you to understand that this is something that actively goes on within society and potentially within you as well, which is why it has become so hard for you to break free from this trap of always feeling like you're not good enough, when in reality that is so fucking far from the truth. But I need you to see that right now. And sometimes the way that we grew up thinking can have a big impact on how we view ourselves today. And you want to know why I know you might still think like that? Ask yourself why you don't treat yourself better right now just because you're you. You're a person that has accomplished a lot of shit in their lifetime and done amazing, incredible things. But you're going to treat yourself, the same you, that same person, better all of a sudden because you fit into a pair of fucking pants. Do you see how crazy that fucking sounds? Now that I've shattered your perception of what confidence is, hopefully, I'm going to help you piece it back together in a way where you can exist as the most confident person you know. Starting right now. The number one way that you're going to build confidence, which we now know is trust, reliability, and self-assurance, is through your routine. You're going to build confidence through your routine, through actionable, manageable habits and daily accomplishments that support your values as a person. <laughs> I know. What? What the fuck does this have to do with fitness, Liz? I still have goals. I know that's what you're thinking. I know, baby, and I'm getting there. If you are on a fitness journey currently, there is a part of you that finds value in exercise and taking care of your health and body. Sure, it might be backed by a visual goal as well. That's fine. But ultimately, being fit and feeling fit is something that you do value and actually enjoy to some extent. So boom, that's going to be a part of your routine. Not only are you strengthening that value to yourself, you're also going to be getting stronger if you're doing strength training, which is also cool as fuck and a major confidence booster. You're going to see some changes and differences over time if you're following the right plan and doing the right things for your goals. And you're going to make yourself proud of you. What if I said you can make yourself proud of you every single day? You can. And it's through your routine. Eating well is actually another thing that's going to help you build confidence in yourself and on your fitness journey because it supports that value and aspiration of accomplishment that you have. Eating well is a fucking game changer in mental and emotional strength. Oh my God, you know what it's like when you have an inconsistent day of food, right? You know when you forget to meal prep or bring a lunch to work and then you eat something that kind of makes you 
tired and feel bloated and unfocused at work and then you kind of slack off and don't really get done what you needed to get done that day are you going to want to be the most confident version of yourself no (laughs) you're not you're just gonna phase through the day waiting for it to be over so you can go home and lay on the couch Nothing wrong with that. You should still be able to appreciate yourself for days like that, which is a big part of confidence. However, doing that all the time is not going to set you up and back that value that you have, and you're going to lose that trust within yourself. You know how many clients I have that say, I don't trust myself because they feel like they've let themselves down so many times that they have actually created a routine around habits that are the exact opposite of what their values and aspirations are in their fitness goals. And I will tell you what I say to them every time. That's fine, I trust you. And I do. I have that level of confidence in each of my clients that they are going to do what they need to do because everything that they do is going to be exactly what they need to do. Let me explain. For example, if you're my client, let's say you fuck up big time. You don't do any of your workouts. You fall right back into your shitty eating habits and you basically drop the plan and spiral out of control for two weeks. You feel like all hope is lost and you've ruined everything. Even after I said I trusted you, how dare you, right? No. That was supposed to happen. That was going to happen no matter what you did. Why? Because you needed to feel what it feels like to live that lifestyle. To go back to treating your physical and mental health kind of shitty. Because now you realize how important it is to you and how much you actually value the benefits of exercising and eating well. And sometimes we got to do that a few times before we realize that those actions and habits don't serve us positively in our lives anymore. And through that experience, you've actually gained knowledge and actual trust in yourself and your values. And that equals confidence. And it might happen a few times throughout your journey. And that's cool too. It happens to everybody. I always say everyone's rock bottom looks different. And hopefully, it's just not too far. But again, everybody's rock rock bottom is different as long as you come back to it and you come back to your value and you learn to appreciate every step of that and you can learn from it. That is the best possible case scenario. We can sit here and bash every bad experience that we've had in life but you just you learn so much from it every time and I'm about to give you some things that are actually going to help you so to break it down even more I want you to make a list of fitness accomplishments that you can achieve that have nothing to do with visual results I know we do this quite often but I need you to do it right now I'm going to list a few and you can maybe write these in your notes just as ideas or just use it as a daily reminder, or you can look at it when you're feeling funky. First one, number one thing that you have to do for fitness, show up. If you showed up to the gym, did a workout, even just stretches, maybe you stayed at home, did your workout, 
went on a walk, whatever activity you did, you showed up to it. Number two, showing up consistently. If you showed up to whatever that is as many times as possible to you, and a big to you because we manage things differently, as many times as possible to you within a week time frame, or you can even think about over the span of a month or over six months or over the year, or, you know, it can keep growing, showing up consistently. Okay. Number three, getting stronger. You can walk further. You can stretch deeper. You can lift heavier. You can carry your groceries easier. Think about what action are you improving on and accomplishing if that's a part of your goal. And that's it. That's all I want you to ever give a fuck about. If you checked any of those on a daily or weekly basis according to your schedule and however your routine is laid out, boom, you accomplish that, which means you now trust yourself more, which means you still stay the most confident person I've ever met. Now for nutrition, number one, meal prepping. Make sure all your food's ready ahead of time. It's probably the most important habit and part of your weekly routine, regardless if you're on a fitness journey or not. It builds trust in your ability to plan ahead and take care of future you. And you don't have to think or question or be uncertain about what to eat throughout the week. It's already done. Two, prioritizing foods that keep you mentally and emotionally stable, such as proteins, and keeping it balanced with fats and carbs, being nutritionally responsible. None of that fucking diet bullshit of I can't have carbs or no ice cream or anything restrictive that's not for actual health purposes, like if you're allergic to it. No, that's childish. I'm going to start calling it childish. You're going to build trust and confidence in your nutritional responsibility. And if you are uncertain or do not know how to do either of these things. So you don't know what workouts to do, or you don't know what to do or what to eat nutritionally. If you are not able, if you do not have the time, or whatever the reason it is that you don't know what you're doing, find someone that does. Hire a trainer, a nutritionist, whatever. Follow good people on Instagram. Like, however you can do it, Make sure you do it because if you are not feeling confident in exactly what you're doing, how are you supposed to show up to it confidently? It's all about knowledge. Three, allowing yourself to enjoy all foods without feeling shame, guilt. And if you come across a meal or a moment where you didn't really enjoy the food choice you made, still being able to appreciate why you made that choice and appreciate the fact that now you know that you will probably choose something else in the future that didn't make you feel like hot garbage, okay? And this just only goes for foods that you're like, yeah, I'm gonna have this and it just like makes you feel crappy, like you just don't feel good after, okay? Four, drinking enough water throughout the day. I think that's very important. Doing any of those... Boom, accomplished, boom, trust, boom, confidence. You are the most confident person I've ever met. Some other examples of what I try to do every day to help me is journal. If you're a chronic 
overthinker, anxiety, depression, whatever, journaling's amazing. Spending time outside, reading a few pages of something every day, it feels so good. (laughs) It helps so much. And you know what actually makes me feel extremely confident? Doing this podcast. When I put out an episode, damn, I feel on top of the fucking world because I did something. This is valuable to me and it makes a difference and I can assure myself of that every time. Doing things that you value, practicing your routine, appreciating every single part of your fucking life, whether it feels good or not, is going to help you create the ultimate confidence through your fitness journey. And you really just have to show up. I know sometimes that is easier said than done, but show up in whatever way that you can and keep showing up until it starts working. I don't care if that is doing a 10-minute at-home workout Every morning as soon as you wake up or maybe even at night in front of the TV, you're showing up. I don't care if it means you're going to the gym, walking on the treadmill for 20 minutes and getting the fuck out three times a week. That's still showing up. It could be strength training, weightlifting five times a week. That makes you feel good and that that's you showing up. Whatever it means to you, whatever is manageable to you, just start showing up and start small and build from there because doing those actions daily weekly monthly yearly is what's going to build the ultimate confidence in yourself more than any result any body type any visual expectation that you have of yourself and I can promise you that Take this, let it marinate. I really, really hope this helped you in some way and put some things into perspective because baby, you got this. (laughs) You got it. You have to realize that you are doing so much better than you think. Everything that happens is supposed to happen and we can assure ourselves and appreciate those things within ourselves regardless of how shitty it might feel in the moment, you're always going to look back at it and appreciate it in some form, okay? I love you so, so much. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you soon. Bye!